0: Children of God, it is great that we gather into the house of the Lord together. We have a very odd, very peculiar gospel reading today. It's kind of terrifying in some ways and exciting in others, and takes us to places that Jesus hadn't been before at least once he had called disciples and it takes us into contact it puts us in contact with someone who we perhaps probably would fear having contact with today Jesus crosses the sea to go to the land of the Gerasenes And there, Jesus heals a man who had been possessed by many, many demons. In fact, there were so many demons that the name of the demon was Legion. Now, Legion is a Latin word that typically refers to a unit of the Roman army. And it numbers somewhere between 2,000 and 6,000. There were a lot of unclean spirits in this one man. Jesus had already done a healing on the Jewish side of the sea. There was a healing done, and Jesus continues in his ministry and now is on the other side of the sea, the Gentile side of the sea. The sea, the side of the sea where the people did not practice the Jewish traditions, the Jewish faith. They were not ethnically Jewish. And Jesus goes there anyway. Jesus goes to the other side of the sea and offers healing to a person who had been so possessed by unclean spirits that the people had counted him as dead. They sent him to live in the cemetery the living don't live in the cemetery, right? So they essentially said, you are a dead man. Go to the cemetery. You bother us. You howl all night long. You, you have sores all over you where you puncture your own skin. We want nothing to do with you. You just Go. And they went and they shackled him and chained him. And yet, the strength of all these unclean demons within him allowed him to break free of the chains and break out of the shackles. And he is the one that Jesus encounters in our gospel reading today. He comes up to Jesus as Jesus is getting out of the boat. He comes up, and and our gospel tells us, although not directly, that Jesus says, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And the spirit's immediate response is, no, 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 don't send us out of the country. Do not torment us. And then Jesus asks, what is your name? Legion, the unclean spirit says, because we are many. Now, that's pretty terrifying, isn't it? Legion, because we are many. And Jesus says, "Come out." And the, the legion, the, the unclean spirits say, "But we don't want to just disappear. We don't want to just go someplace, you know, outside or whatever." And so Jesus sends them into the unclean spirit into the herd of swine. And the swine jump into the sea and are drowned. A legion, 2,000 to 6,000 soldiers, in this case, unclean spirits, put into a herd of 2,000 swine. Can you imagine what 2,000 pigs would cost? That's like the wealth of the entire community. The wealth of the entire community is now possessed by unclean spirits, and they throw themselves into the sea, and they drown. The man is clean. The man, the text says, is now in his right mind, and he sits and he's in conversation with Jesus. The swineherders had run off into the city to tell, them, to tell the people what they had seen, and the people from the community are coming. And they are filled with fear because the order of the world that they had known just minutes before was suddenly tipped on its side. They had become accustomed to the fact that this man, whose name we don't know, we know the unclean spirit was named, or the spirits were named Legion, and we have this description of the man being the Gerasian demoniac, but we don't have his name. He's now in his right mind, and people still come to see the demoniac, except he's not a demoniac anymore. The spirits have left him. He has been made clean, and yet we don't get a new name for him. I think that's powerful. We continue, before and after the healing, to know him as the Gerasian demoniac and the people are scared of him and the people are scared of jesus and they beg jesus to leave now we know in other gospel stories people will see that jesus healed somebody and they'll bring other people to jesus right but not here not here. They beg Jesus to leave because the natural order of things, or at least what seemed to them to be the natural order of things, is tipped on its side. And now they have to change because this man has been healed. The way they went about things in the past won't work anymore. The, the townsmen who used to bring new chains and shackles up to him don't have to do that anymore. Maybe it was his howls that, in an eerily kind of way, lulled them to sleep in the middle of the night. We don't know. But they had become so used to the situation as it was that they feared what was about to happen or what else could happen and what had already happened. The people also expressed some concern about their wealth. The pigs, they're gone. The wealth of the community is gone, but one has been healed. The community members are concerned about the pigs and their wealth. Jesus is concerned about the single human being whose life had been tormented by legions for a long, long time. Jesus says the cost to the community to heal this one is worth it. Now the community begs that he leaves, and Jesus is about to get into the boat when this demoniac who's no longer a demoniac because the spirits are out of him, this man for whom we have no name, comes to Jesus and begs that he get to go with Jesus back to the other side of the sea. And Jesus refuses. You want an example of Jesus being mean? This feels like Jesus being mean, right? Jesus says no. Instead, you need to go home back to your friends. And tell them all what the Lord has done for you. Go and evangelize. Go and be the one that people can say, we've seen the difference. We've seen what Jesus can do. We've seen what the God of the other people on the other side of the sea can do. Jesus has the power to cast out even an entire legion of unclean spirits. And so the man does. He goes off, maybe not willingly, we don't know. He might be stomping his feet the whole way. We don't know. But he goes and he tells his story, and the people are amazed. And I've gotten stuck there. Why did Jesus say no? And as I've thought about it, it, it's kind of like, I'm sure you've all had a chance to see like a before picture and an after picture, right? Before somebody lost 100 pounds and after somebody's lost 100 pounds, or before the kitchen remodel and after, before the kitchen or the bathroom remodel, before the hurricane, after the hurricane, before the repair crews came in and after the crews were finished. This man is kind of a living before and after photo. Everybody knows what he was like before his encounter with Jesus. Everybody, even if they'd never met him, they'd heard him and they'd heard about him. They knew that he was the person who was essentially dead, who occupied the cemetery, who needed to be chained and shackled. They knew about him. They knew of him, or perhaps they knew him personally. And then after this encounter with Jesus, he's in his right mind. His superhuman strength is probably gone. If they were to chain and shackle him now, he'd probably be stuck. But he's the after photo as well. Sometimes, seeing the power of God at work can be disruptive. And yet the people were amazed. The fear that the people initially had is is overcome by amazement, that indeed this one who had been possessed by so many unclean spirits is now well and restored to community because that's what Jesus does. Jesus takes us when we are possessed or when we are overcome with darkness or grief or or things that prevent us from moving forward, and Jesus takes that all away, that we might again be restored to community where our dignity and our life is of value, where we know that God loves us and where we know we are called to go to share our story as well. Because we all have stories of healing in our lives. And if not personally in our own personal life, then in the lives of people around us. We all know the stories about the power of God. And if it's not our lives and it's not the people close to us, we always have the biblical text to go back and tell this story or other stories of Jesus' healing so that the world might know and be amazed that our God has the power to cast out legions of demons, and that every life matters, that all of us have worth and dignity, and Jesus knows us by name, and Jesus knows us as children of the Most High living God, because that indeed is who we are. So go. Tell the stories that the world might know and be amazed. Amen.